Hey, it's G Flip, and you're on Hit Nights with Shawnee B. Hey, what's up? What's going on? Oh, mate, very excited to have you here. You are everywhere at the moment, hey? Oh, yeah, I've been um, travelling around a bit, doing meet and greets, hanging out with fans and doing stuff. So, yeah, it's great to be back on home soil. I reckon. I reckon. How long were you away for? Um, Well, now I'm based in L.A., so I still come over here like half the amount of the year, but I've been in L.A. for majority of this start of the year, so it's great to be back. And I just like Australians are so... I just miss them. <laughs> I know. I just love them so much. It's funny. We've had a couple of Americans in here and you don't realise your accent until they point it out. And they're oh, always yeah. so fascinated by it. I feel like you, I feel like your your accent's very strong too. Yeah, People yeah. So they love it. I they l- love it. Love it. <laughs> anyway, your new album, Drummer. I mean, very excited about, about this. Out August 11. Uh, let's chat about what you've given us so far. So firstly, Be Your Man. Uh, mm-hmm. What an incredible... Beautiful song. Thanks, mate. So nice. Bit of a love song. We know who it's about, obviously. Um, You've had this very public relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, How far into the relationship did you write this song? Oh, no, this was like kind of at the start, the first few months. Right at the start, wow. Yeah, the first few months of us dating, I wrote this one. um, But I didn't finish it till... Like, I wrote the, the bones of, like, the lyrics and melody, like, with the guitar and then mm. the rest of the production, recording all the rest of the instruments and drums and stuff was until later. Mm. Um, so I remember showing uh, Chriselle, like, a little snippet um, of it. I like to show my demos to her because yeah. I think she's got good ears and I like what she likes and I like wondering what songs of mine she digs and doesn't. Yeah. Um, so I showed her, like, a little acoustic version um, and she was like, that's my favourite. And then I didn't show her until I finished all the production months and months later, um, which I did a little video on TikTok of me showing her the final version and her reaction. She cried a little bit, which is cute. Um, <laughs> I love that video. But, yeah, it's a bit of a romantic song and me just confessing and saying, like, you know, I can be your man, I can be your anything, you know. I'm, yeah. I, I can be your person. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was nice. So cool. Were you nervous, like, showing her? Because that video you put up, was that the demo version you showed her in the car? No, that was the full recorded that was the full version. version. Yeah. Were you nervous the first time you were going to show, show her yes. that song? Yeah. Yeah, I actually showed it to her in a pile of songs, and it was, like, the third or fourth song I showed her. Like, wow. I didn't want to show her it. And I didn't say anything. I didn't say, like, the song's about you. I just kind of, like, just put it in there. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so good. And it's such, like, a unique topic as well. But I, I say that for your situation, but then also... I think so many people can relate to it, which I love as well. Yeah, I feel like obviously my side of the story, it's based on like a queer relationship. I'm not what you plan, but I'll be your man. But I think even like a straight couple could, you know, adapt it to their relationship because there's so many circumstances in life where, you know, the person might be not what you planned, but they can be your person. So, yeah, yeah, it's a bit, it can be uh, adapted like universally and people can interpret it how they will. Definitely. Such a beautiful song too. I feel like that's the kind of song people are going to have at their weddings, which is really cool. And then you've got this new single, The Worst Person Alive, which is kind of the complete opposite of what Be Your Man's about. Uh, It's a breakup song. Uh, Also a really relatable topic, probably something we don't really talk about, but you know, that side of a breakup. Mm. It's when you instigate the the breakup. Um, What made you want to write this and release this as the second single? Yeah, like this song, you know, I feel like all my songs are kind of like an open diary and um, I wrote this song after a breakup where I was the person that instigated it and I cared about this and loved this person so much, but it just wasn't, you know, the right fit at the time and it just wasn't the right fit in the moment. And, um, yeah, so it's about feeling like you're the worst person alive, which I feel like so many people uh. now since I've released it, I know a lot of people, um, 
you know, confide in it and are like, yeah, I felt like the worst person alive before. Mm. So I just like writing uh, songs about situations that I've been through and it's like an open diary kind yeah, of vibe. Yeah, I know. I actually spoke to this artist yesterday. Her name's Lauren Spencer-Smith. You know, oh, you've cool. heard of her. She's uh, big on TikTok, but she's about to release an album. She had this song called 28. And she's like 20. I was like, what's this song going to be about? Is it going to be about dating a 28-year-old? It's actually about her dad lying to her about the ages of the women he was dating. And I relate to that so much because my dad left my mum for like someone so much younger and told us her age was so different and it wasn't. And that's something you would probably never think about writing, like, because you think, oh, I'm the only one going through this. Yeah. But I was like, I connected with that so much. And I think that's so cool, you know, finding these topics that you think only happen to you, but you find there's so many people that relate. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Really and, cool. And, yeah, the worst person alive, I, you know, wanted to release that next, just because it was, like, such a, for me, like, I just thought it was such a good song, and it's like, anthemic but it's also like passionate you kind of want to scream it and for me the production and the feeling of the song encapsulates like every feeling you have in a relationship there's passion there's anger there's like feistiness there's like sad like it's sad you kind of want to cry and scream it but you kind of you're doing it angry like like all the feelings you have in a relationship I wanted you to feel in a song to just like round off what a relationship is and then so that's kind of the aesthetic of the, like, um, you know, what the production and the feeling that the song makes you feel. But it is fun to scream that song live. Uh, I know. Do you know yeah. what a song I'm excited to hear live in person is gay for me? Yeah? I love that song so <laughs> fucking much. The produ- production on that song is insane. Oh, cheers, And you know what I love? I love that little, the bit, the TikTok voiceover at the end. Yeah. I'm actually, because I love that song. I know it's not on the album, but I did yeah. want to ask you, how did that happen? Like, how did, what made you think, let's put the TikTok voice in it at the end? When I was like putting that, um, al- so I've been putting this um, uh, album drummer together for the last few years. Yeah. So um, Gay For Me was written around the time that I'm writing songs for the album. And I was like, I just really want to have a song on the album or, you know, released before the album that has the TikTok voice in it. So (laughs) there was another song that I had the TikTok voice in. And then I was like, no, we should put it in gay for me. And like before the post chorus right at the end, we should have, she said she's only gay for me. And then (laughs) so we like dropped that in and. Yeah, it was. It's just fun because you know everyone's on TikTok these days. Everyone, yeah. everyone knows that voice. So oh. yeah, I wanted to just like drop that little nugget in there. Yeah, when I, what's the what's the go with that sort of stuff? Is there like a copyright thing with the TikTok voice, or did you just chuck it in? And- I flagged it with my team, and I yeah. said, "Do we need to like clear this, or what's the go?" But yeah, apparently it was all it was all good. That's awesome. No, I haven't been sued, so <laughs> That's cool. yeah, we'll wait for the uh, Daily Mail article. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's so cool. What I love about you, G, is you are so unapologetically yourself. I heard you say um, for so long you wanted to see a pop star that you could relate to and then you realised maybe you could be that pop star, you know. That's yeah. the pop star that, that that's a drummer, you know, yeah. but also the the, the pop star that's non-binary. Yeah. You, you know, and I feel like you've inspired so many people. You're currently on this tour where you're doing all these meet and greets. Yeah. I saw you posted yesterday or the day before that you said there's been lots of tears. Yes. What's it been like going around and meeting people on this tour and, and hearing what you've done for them? It's been very emotional. Mm. Um... I feel like I cry pretty easily and I really feel a lot. I'm quite an emotional person. So hearing people's stories and how I've inspired them in a way or helped them come out to their families or find, you know, that they may be gender diverse or queer, like hearing those stories like face to face, looking at 
you know, the person's eyes and their eyes are welling up. It, it just like hits home and yeah. like a big part of my uh, career is, you know, I want to be that role model that I never had growing up. Growing up, I loved music. I loved watching music videos. I'd sit in front of the TV, but I never looked like saw anyone queer. Yeah. There was no queer artist. There wasn't anyone that was non-binary whatsoever. Yeah. There wasn't any, you know, person thrashing on drums that was a solo artist, you know. Yeah. Um, a lot of the artists that I grew up watching were just, you know, female or male pop stars, you know, shaking their booty, being sexy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wanted to be like Travis Barker and take my top off yes. and drum. So, um, yeah, I've always, you know, said that I want to be the role model that I never had growing up. And um, these meet and greets, meeting people who, you know, tell me that I've changed their life in some ways, honestly, like, I'll die happy knowing that I like even change one person's life. So oh hearing multiple people. And on this meet and greet tour, so many people are getting my signature tattooed. I've signed that many butts. Really? That's it's so sick. <laughs> yeah. I had this girl on the radio a couple of weeks ago. She had um, she had Pink's face tattooed on her. She went to a Pink concert yeah. and then she like um, got everyone in the crowd to hold texters. She bought like she bought front row seats to like every show in Australia. And she like said, everyone yell out pink, pink, pink. I wanted to see because I'm going to get it signed and get that tattooed. And then she yelled out Alicia, and that's Pink's real name, Pink mm. Listen, and signed it. Now she has that signature on there. Wow. Uh, that was so cool. Yeah, really cool. Yeah, I've been to a Pink concert, and I remember right in front of me was a tattoo of Pink on a lady's back with big angel wings across the whole span Amazing. of the shoulder blades. Yeah. And I was like, wow, you know, that that's some dedication. Oh. That's some fan fandom right there. Pink's got some hardcore fans, doesn't she? 100%. Um, I do want to talk to you. Today, Bella Ramsey was nominated for lead actress in a drama series at the Emmys for their, their performance in The Last of Us. Um, mm-hmm. This brings up the conversation of should there be gender-neutral categories in award shows? What are your thoughts on this? Was Bella actually put in the female? Female, yeah, yeah. Really? So, yeah, Bella is up for, um, yeah, best lead actress in a drama series. Really? Yeah. Has she come out, uh, have they come out and said anything yeah, about that? They, yeah, so Bella's come out and they've said that they um, that they want, this is why this this needs to be a conversation that we're yeah. having so that these, you know, non-binary people yeah, 100%. have categories. You know, how do you, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I definitely think that, there shouldn't be, um, you know, a male and female category. I think it should just be best actor, exactly. you know? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, we've done that at the Arias. Yeah. Now there's best new, like best artist yeah. um, rather than best female and best male. So good. But 100%. Yeah. Like 100%. I can't believe the Emmys haven't adapted that yet. I can't believe Nuts. that either. Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, are you serious? I've Yeah, I haven't actually, you know, since I've woken up, I've been in interviews all day, so I didn't even know that, that yeah, that's happening right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. But my partner did get um, a nominated for an Emmy. Incredible. Chrishell, Congratulations, Chriselle. Selling Sunset oh, got up for an Emmy. I love Chriselle. She's my um, favourite. Yeah. If anyone gets under her, I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Hey, uh, G, I do want to play a game with you before you go. Now, I know that your, uh, your word is cheeky. You know, you love cheeky things. Yes, you know, that, I, love. I love that scene on Selling Sunset where they kept replaying you saying cheeky. Do you know what? <laughs> uh, that scene, we filmed that scene for like two hours or something or yeah. an hour and they cut together so many of me saying cheeky. Cheeky, cheeky. And, you know, like, and sometimes, you know, it's with reality TV, they, they'll film the back of your head but yeah. they'll, like, input, you know, something you've said earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I reckon they secretly, like, put way more cheekies in 
Because I wouldn't normally say no. cheeky three times in one sentence. Yeah, you could tell that it I was don't know. cut. It was a little bit cut to yeah, me, and yeah. I was like, what are they trying to I pull know. here? <laughs> I know. Well, we do know that's your favourite word. I do say you it a lot. You did drop it when you came in the studio. Yeah. So I want to play a game with you. G-flips. Cheeky. Nice. Or not cheeky. So we've got a list of things here, okay? They're either cheeky or not cheeky. I love this. We want your take on it. All I right? love this. Okay, so first one. Yeah. F- foot rubs. Oh, okay. I'm going to say not cheeky because I don't really like feet. Yeah, I like feet. Nah, I'm yeah, not into right. feet. Not even Chrishell's feet. Um, actually, I would give Chrishell a, f- a foot rub if yeah. she wanted, but she also, like, um, it's, like, too ticklish on, like, the the middle part of yeah. her foot anyway, so she's not really into it anyway. I don't have a foot fetish, but my partner's feet, there's just something about them. I don't know. Yeah, oh, I'm you... really into them. She's the first person, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, so. You get around yeah, it. it. just I depends on the, the individual. Uh, eating a whole block of chocolate in one sitting. Yeah, that's cheeky. That's cheeky, yes. Yeah. Love that. Uh, having a beer in the shower. That's cheeky. Yes, love that, yeah. <laughs> Napping. Napping? Yeah, a little cheeky nap. Yeah, a little cheeky nap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Uh, DMs from married couples. I know you get a few of those. Oh, well, yeah, well, yeah. Maybe I, in the single days. Yeah, no, no, I, we, me and Chriselle both still get. We you get, still get them? We get DMs um, quite a bit, people wanting to get cheeky with us, have That's a little funny. cheeky foursomes <laughs> and stuff. We're like... We're like this very bold of people. Very bold. Um, well, yeah, that's 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 fucking cheeky. Yeah, if you that's go cheeky. Do that. Yeah, very cheeky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, baking. Um, you know what? Me and Chrishell both don't cook, and I'm like just not a baker or a cook, <laughs> so I'm gonna say it's not cheeky. Not cheeky. No. Uh, spicy margaritas. Yeah. Cheeky. Yeah, cheeky. I know you love a margarita. I absolutely. How do you? I, that's uh, my. Isn't your bio? <laughs> yeah, yeah. A skinny mark. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I love a skinny mark. Uh, foreplay. Cheeky. Cheeky. Love a bit of foreplay. Love it. Awesome. Threads. You know the new app. Yes, yeah. I'm yet to. Um, you haven't posted on there. I yet. haven't posted on yeah. there. But I got one. Yeah. Um, yeah, cheeky thread. Cheeky thread. Yeah. Don't mind a thread. Do you have t- Twitter? Yeah, got Twitter. Do you, do you use it? Uh, not too much. You no. know, I never really got around Twitter. Oh, it's stressful. Well, yeah, I'm yeah. just like. You gotta be witty and keep up with it. And, yeah. Yeah, no. Not for me. I'm, yeah. Yeah, too straight. I like a picture, you know? Yeah. Not much of a reader. <laughs> Crocs. Crocs are cheeky. Yeah, Crocs are cheeky. You got a bit of a deal going with Crocs at the moment, don't you? Um, I did do two collaborations yeah. with them. I got I got my own Crocs out there, um, which was a very very fun time, and I've yeah. had to sign a couple of Crocs Have in the you? last few weeks. Love yeah. Love that. That's but they're sick. always manky. Yes. No one comes for me to like. No one rocks up with uh, my Crocs for me to sign, and they're like pristine. They've yeah. always been really worn in. <sighs> And when you don't bit. have a feet, you don't like feet, you're like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah not so much. <laughs> awesome. Last one, singers that play drums. Absolutely fucking cheeky. Love that, cheeky. <laughs> G-Flip, thank you so much for coming on. G's new single, is uh, Worst Person Alive, is out everywhere right now. Awesome. Thanks, mate.